Hello, hello. Welcome back to Exceeding TV. I'm Reek, and tonight is just me. I might be a rapper. You never know. That was pretty good. That was good. Simple, but good. <laughs> so as you can see tonight, it is just me. And we're going to dig into it. We're going to get to the bottom of some things. Because I feel like this is going to be a good episode. I always feel that, of course. But this is going to be a good episode. So we're just going to hop right into it. This episode tonight, we are going to be talking about confidence. Confidence. Ooh, let me say it one more time. Confidence. That is something that I have struggled with for such a long time. Ooh, so when the Holy Spirit told me that this was the episode and it was just going to be me, I already knew. Ooh, I already knew. I knew I knew that there needed to be some, it's some, it's some growing out loud that needed to happen. So we're just going to dig right into it. Um, we can start with a transparent moment. Transparent moment. I don't think that I have fully come into a confident state. I definitely think that I have grown from what I'm used to. I've definitely grown from where I used to be. Um, and I definitely think that it is something that it's a constant walk. Confidence is a constant walk. Confidence is something that you have to intentionally strive for. Like I'm talking about you, I don't care what you do. I don't care who you are. Everybody has to make an intentional effort to remain in the confidence that God gave us. Like there's literally a scripture that says, cast not away your confidence. It has great recompense for reward. So it's definitely something that as I, as I grow and as I walk and as I fellowship with God and as I learn God more and I learn who God needs me to be in order to fulfill what he needs me to do. That is a constant thing that I have to constantly remind myself of, honestly, because I think that there's a lot of different levels to confidence. And I think that there's a lot of different areas in life that require a certain type of confidence like when you are doing something me sitting here doing this there's a certain level of confidence that i have to have to know that when i sit here that not only do i have something to say but that the holy spirit is going to guide me in saying what needs to be said he's going to guide me in saying how it needs to be said He's going to correct me on the spot if it needs to be corrected. But I have to have that confidence that he put me here in the first place. And that's definitely something that has been encouraging to me within the last couple of weeks. Like, of course, starting Exceeding TV has definitely been something that has been blowing my mind because I just realized, like, I think not even realize, I didn't realize it, but I said it out loud yesterday, like, God, you trust me with this? Like, 
me you trust me with this like you trust me with this like and i've been saying that but it was just like last night it was like an aha moment like wow like the things that god call you to and the things that god put you in the midst of he trusts you to to do those things and you have to have confidence in the confidence that he has in you and i think that that was definitely something that i struggle with like in life not necessarily just right now in life but just in general and being confident in the spaces that god has put me in like i said in general like at work um like you know what i'm saying like just regular life things like in my business i have to be confident in the fact that god is the only one that can promote and demote and i think what what happens a lot of times what happened with me is that you get so caught up in the world systems of i could put you there and i could take it from you and when you don't have that understanding that god is in everything like God is in everything. My pastor just said that recently where she said, see God in everything. And she says that, and that's always definitely something that when I first, when I first started to really walk with God and the transformation of old Reek was transforming into new Reek, it was something that i almost was i won't necessarily say embarrassed of i don't think embarrassed is the word i'm looking for i don't really know the word i'm looking for but it was something that i would constantly tell people like i see god in everything like the little things like how to be making the joke like a parking spot if you pray for a parking spot and you bit the corner and you came back and there was a parking spot that was god you can't tell me anything different i don't want to hear it like you can't convince me that that was not god so i mean but it, it was literally like i had gotten to a point where i started to see god in everything like even when i was doing wrong still it was like i saw god redirecting me i saw him trying to get me back on track. I saw him guiding me because I was accepting of the guidance. When I started to walk with him, that was my, okay, God, I want to do what you want me to do. So when I began to like get off track, God was like, mm, this is our time like this hard time like i got something for you to do i got somewhere for you to go and we ain't got time for this we don't have time for that so i started to see god in all of those different situations and one thing that i truly lacked in those situations was confidence in myself to do what he needed me to do even if that meant at that time he needed me to get back on track 
even if that meant at that time he needed me to say something, even at that time when he needed me to sow something or give something or any of those things, I didn't have the confidence in myself to realign with what he was trying to do. And I thank God that he was patient with me. Oh, I th- you know, I'm going to lift my hands and give God praise. I'm so grateful for the patience that God has shown me in this, in this walk with him, in this, in this journey. Um, especially now actually doing something that I know for sure that he wants me to do, which is this show. Like, I'm so grateful for his patience and with my confidence in him knowing me better than I know me. Because what I think a lot of times happens is you spent so much time with you and you may not have spent as much time with God. So you kind of believe what you and your cousins and your homeboys and your homegirls say about you, that it's hard to actually accept the confidence that God has, that you are the one that he called from the foundation of the world to do this thing. Like I made you to do this thing. And it wasn't until I actually sat down and thought about how much of a slap in the face it was to God to be like, no, that's not me. I'm sorry, y'all. I got, I got allergies. I'm a little stuffy, but it's okay because you already know how I feel. We still going to get it done. It's still going to happen, okay? Got a little sniffles, but it's all right. (laughs) But I didn't think about how much of, I I had to really, no, I had to really sit down and think about how much of a slap in the face it must feel to not have confidence in the God that created you and have the confidence that he has in you. Like, God trusts you to talk to that person. God trusts you to do that assignment. God trusts you to teach that person or to pray for that person, intercede for that person. God trusts you. He has confidence that you will rise to the occasion when the time for the gift to be called is called. Like, he has complete confidence in us, even though we don't feel qualified and that was kind of where i resided most of my life not feeling qualified i was like a ooh ooh and i still deal with this sometimes be honest but it's, it disgusts me so bad because i don't need it for real but i dealt with validation seeking validation and needing somebody to tell me if I was doing what God told me to do correctly. Ugh, how ghetto. (laughs) How? How frustrating. I'm frustrated right now thinking about me still doing that sometimes. Like, it, it frustrates me because... What I think is, is that that is the, that's the confidence because I, if I had confidence that God would not have put me somewhere that I would not be able to fulfill the assignment, to do the work, to walk that walk. If I had confidence in that, 
then I wouldn't need you to tell me if you think that I'm doing it right or not, because God is the only one that can tell me if I'm doing it right or not. And I think that that is something that I don't feel like I deal with that alone. I feel like especially people that do deal with that need for validation because I dealt and deal with that sometimes very heavy, like very, it makes me nervous. Like I almost get like anxious when I don't receive that validation. And that's definitely something that it's a process. You guys always hear me talk about process. God processes us through things that he needs us to get out things that he needs to put in us and i think that that's kind of like a process that i'm going through now of trusting that god trusts me to do what he has me doing and just that that motion of you don't need anybody to tell you if it's a good thing you just need to worry about if i think it's a good thing and with that with that new mindset that i'm trying to walk into of does god think this is a good thing like, is God pleased with what's going on? That has been helping me with that process of needing less validation and needing less. Let me dig into that a little bit. I want to dig into that. I want to dig into validation. I just want to dig into validation because I think that. I also think that there's levels of validation. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. In general, validation is validation. And I think that, I don't think that the lack of validation stops me from doing what God tells me to do. Because what happens is, is that I I take the assignment seriously. I do, because I owe that to God. I said that on the last episode, I owe it to God to do what he asked me to do. Like, so if that means I have to do it scared, then I'm going to do it scared. And that took me a long time to get to that point. It took me a long, I'm talking about last couple months, (laughs) being honest, but I mean, no, fully in totality, last couple months. Absolutely. Last couple months. Absolutely. Last couple years. Like, okay, God, I'm going to do it, but sometimes I'm going to act like I ain't hear you tell me to do it. Transparent moment. Sometimes I actually didn't hear you tell me because my life was so busy. So when I got to a point where in the last couple months where I'm just like, I'm going to do what God want me to do. One, the benefits. There's benefits to obedience. Obedience has benefits. Being obedient to God has benefits. If I'm going to go through the struggle and the strain, I might as well partake (laughs) in the benefits, baby. I need that. I need that. Like, I need that. If I'm going to go through the mud, I'm going to go through the valley of the shadow of death. Them benefits is what's keeping me going through, growing through. Like, them benefits is doing it. Like, it's the benefits for me. But what I what I found out about how I, I still deal with the validation 
of even doing it scared is that even though I do it, there's still an anxiety about the validation. Because what I think a lot of times that I used to do was lack of validation would stop me from doing things. So until it would stop me from doing the things that God would ask me to do. So somebody would ask me something. And if I didn't feel like, if I asked you how you felt about it, and I didn't feel like your answer was confident, you were confident in me that I could do it, then I wasn't going to do it. Completely disobedient. Real wild. It's real wild times. So it it was that at a point. And then it got to a point where, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it scared. But when I get down or when I come down or when I finish doing the thing that I did scared, if you didn't turn around and tell me, smile at me or something, like you can't, you ain't smiling nothing. You ain't like, oh, like little bitty stuff. Like it was like a full panic attack. And so God still didn't get the glory because why didn't I have confidence? that if I was doing this thing that God ordained for me to be doing that thing, if I followed him, if I heard him and I did it scared, like I said, then I should have had confidence in the fact that scared or not, this is what I heard you tell me to do. So I'm doing it. So I definitely think that I've gone through different types of validation when it came to confidence. I I I went through the validation of I'm not even going to do it until you validate me. I went through the the shaky of after I finished doing it, if I if there's not some type of there's an uneasiness in me. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's an uneasiness in me that makes me just like I got a thousand questions. Like did I do it right? Did it did it sound right? Like, did you like it? Like, was it, was it good? Like, I get like real jumpy, like, oh, like, and what I found out is that at the beginning of this, I had to separate from that when it came to this, because I had to have confidence. I had to be confident in the fact that I heard the Holy Spirit say, I want you to get this backdrop. I want you to get this chair. I want you to make this sign. I want you to get this ring light and get your phone. And I want you to sit down and I want you to say the things that I tell you to say. And five, four, three, two, one. Hello, hello, hello. I had to be completely confident in that whole process. Like I talk about this process so many times and that's because it was absolutely a process. It was a process because of where I was in my validation stage and my confidence level when I first started. Like, I don't think you guys understand it. Exactly. Like, you really have to, like, really fellowship with me because I'm a hider. I, I told y'all, I'm a hider. So a lot of the things that I deal with you would have to really be close to me and really talk to me on a consistent basis, really fellowship with me to know the type of anxiety that I have about doing certain things and about 
being in certain spaces. And that was such a big thing for me. And I talked about this really early on about the the views on the videos. That was a form of validation that I was seeking because I'm thinking like, okay, because Facebook set you up. Facebook, it's giving the enemy. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but Facebook be giving the enemy sometimes. It, it, it do. So Facebook tells you the breakdown when you post a video of who clicked on it for three seconds, who clicked on it, like, and clicked back off. Like, it shows you, like, the, the watch time. So if I record an hour video and it's like, this is at the beginning now. It's like, oh, well, 15 people watched it for three seconds. That's like, ooh, y'all. Like, it was such anxiety for me because I was not confident in the confidence that God had in me. So that's why the Holy Spirit had to tell me, stop looking at that. And he, he started giving me this scenario. And I'm pretty sure this can help somebody. In their situation, you just got to fill in your, where that, where you got to fill in how it applies to you, honestly, because what he told me was that even when looking at the facts, oof, oof, my leaders always says, say, they always say, get the facts, take the facts to the truth, get the facts but take the facts to the truth. If you go to the doctor, get the facts. They looking at your body. They telling you this, 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 and this. You take that information, you say, thank you. And then you take that to the truth. And the truth says by his stripes, we are healed. That's the truth. So whose report will you believe? Like that's, that's really what it boils down to. And I got that aha moment about that scenario because that wasn't the exact same scenario but that still applies because i took the facts of okay this is what facebook is telling me the facts of. this is what facebook is saying this is how many people it's not even telling me who it's just telling me the number of people that clicked on this in the holy spirit i was sitting in bed and i was really down on myself i really was and i was scrolling through it and he said don't pull that up again and i was like what you mean? <laughs> you know, we act a little crazy. What you mean? Huh? Is that the Lord? Is that me? Who is that? Don't pull that up again. And I, it didn't take me long to come to my senses. That was the Holy Spirit. Don't pull it up again. So I'm like, okay. I didn't ask why. You know what I'm saying? But God knows his child. Ooh. I love that God know me. Get you. Get you some of that. For real, like get you some, God knows me. And I know that God knows me by the way he handles me. And I love that for me. I genuinely do. I genuinely love that for me because he know that even though I was not going to out loud question him, the question was still going to arise in my head. So he said, stop looking at that. I said, all right, God, I'm gonna stop looking at it. And he said, how do you know that somebody wasn't on their way to work and they clicked on it real quick and it got they saw how long it was and they was like oh i gotta watch that later 
How do you know that somebody didn't get busy in the middle of the process of starting that? How do you know what that person on the other end of this phone had going on that prevented them from watching this whole entire episode right now sitting here? That is what Facebook just told you. Facebook told you that 14 people clicked on this video for three seconds and clicked off of it. That's what Facebook told you. That's a fact. The truth is, is that this is going to receive, this is going to be received and it is going to be seen by who I want it to be seen regardless at the end of the day. And if that's only one person, if I have you sit down and record that episode for only one single person to watch it all the way through and see me and hear me and feel me at the end of it, that is all that matters. And that ladies and gentlemen is the truth. That is the truth. Like the truth of it is, is that is God pleased with what you're doing? When God is pleased what you're doing, there will be fruit. There will be fruit. There has been fruit coming off of this tree of obedience because God is pleased and you guys cannot give me that fruit. You guys can't give me that joy. I I had a full blown, not a meltdown. I don't want to even call it a meltdown, just a joyful moment. I was just sitting on the phone with my sister and I was just talking to her and I'm like, Christy, I feel so good right now we had a harvest day festival at our ministry on sunday and i was called to stand up and give a testimony and this is how i knew that this is where the joy started the joy started in this moment because i tend to be a very nervous person sometimes i am in no way shape or form quiet (laughs) i am always talking if you guys have not noticed, I love to talk. God made me that way. He just made me that way. I love to talk. I love to talk to people. I don't meet strangers. I talk to you at Walmart. I talk to people on the phone at work and we'll start talking about the weather. And then they start talking about their kids and we start talking about jobs. And I just, I just love to talk. I do. And I have fully convinced myself at a certain point that I did not love to talk. Like I wanted to be mute. I wanted to be out the way. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really wanted to just be out the way because I didn't feel like there was value in my words. I felt like there were situations, I'll never forget a time. There was, um, when we were on our Bible study, um, when the pandemic started, we were on the phone and we were talking about the sermon from Sunday, of course. And my pastor asked the question. And I knew the answer. My mind was like, no, you don't. And I was like, yes, I do. And my mom was like, no, you don't. That sounds stupid. And I said the answer in my head. And it was like, Mm-mm, that don't even sound right. And then she, my pastor was like... Like, y'all don't know the answer. The answer is da 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 And it was the answer. And the Holy Spirit had to swoop in because Christy called me afterwards. And she was like, why didn't you say that answer? And I said, what? 
she was like, why didn't you say the answer? You had the answer. Like, why do you keep letting the enemy shut your mouth? Like, you don't have, like, like, why do you keep doing that? Like, and I'm just like, that was, that was my designed attack. And now sitting here, I see why that was my designed attack. Because if this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now in this very moment, and I feel like I don't have anything worth worth saying to anybody, I couldn't, I had to, I couldn't start this until I got to a point that I felt like my words had value. It had meaning. And so it was like, that was, that was the attack that I was under with thinking that my words that I, I couldn't articulate. Like I didn't know how to go from here and out my mouth and it just, it flow. You know what I'm saying? And so with that, it was like, oh, I lost my train of thought because I'm a talker. I'm a talker. And I was talking about being a talker. But God, where was I going with that? It was good too. Mm. Y'all give me a minute, because y'all already know. One take Drake, so. Because <laughs> I talk too much. I don't talk too much. See, I got to stop saying that, too, because I don't talk too much. I talk just enough. Um, it's really when I'm only sitting here by myself, because there's nobody here to remind me of what I just said. I'm a talker. I don't meet strangers. I convinced myself I was not a talker. I don't know y'all don't know where I was going. Let's just bring it back. Convinced myself that I was not a talker. Um, but clearly that was the attack because I can't sit here and talk like he needs me to talk. Come on, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Activate, activate. Um, <laughs> I completely lost. It's gone. It's gone. He gonna bring it back. He always do. He gonna bring it back. They were saying, the facts to the truth. I think I went back too far. That's, that's too far. The truth. The episodes. Give them praise. Okay. With the episodes. I don't know if that was necessarily exactly where I was coming from, but that's what just came to my mind. So we're going to go with that. With the episodes and viewing the episodes and God showing it to who he needed to show it to. I definitely think I was past that, but we're going to start right here because that was something that I had to grow from that moment and being obedient and not looking at what the facts were and getting the truth from him and getting that truth from him gave me a greater confidence in knowing that if God is pleased with this, like I said, even if it is for that one person, 
that's that only one person that I needed to I needed to reach at that time, and that's perfectly fine. And I I once I took my focus off of that joy, squirrel <laughs> joy, the pure joy that I felt the other day, fellowship. Okay, I told y'all every time, every time, the joy I felt. So I was sitting there. And I was talking on the phone with Christy, and that's how I kind of got off a tangent. But I was on the phone with her, and I was just in tears. I was in awe of God because I got called to do the testimony. That's where the joy started. Yes. Told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. So, nervous person. Convinced myself that I was a nervous person. I really am a talker. Come on. The Holy Spirit brought all that back. Okay. So, knowing me, if you know me, know me, which... Christy was like, we talked about it. She was like, you just got up with no hesitation. We're sitting there and Pastor B is like, oh, it's testimony time. And I'm just sitting there like, yes, I want to hear these testimonies. Like, ooh, this is good. First lady goes, beautiful testimony. She came all the way. We had the Harvest Day, Harvest Day Festival. She came all the way from Panama City and came to fellowship with us. And she was so nice. She was so sweet. Like, I love talking to her. And she she got the mic down, and Chrissy's cleaning the mic off. And Pastor B was like, oh, yeah, the next person I want you to give it to is Larika. Now, I'm doing that now. But in my mind, I was just like, all right, yeah, okay. And I got straight up, no hesitation. And I began to go into my testimony that I thought that I was going to go into, which was that I'm just grateful that God still has me here because I just don't believe that one, I would have made it out in the world Two, I don't know how I made it in the world in the first place because of all the different things that had happened. And Pastor B kind of honed in on me being suicidal. Um, And that was a long period in my life. And God had really been bringing back to my remembrance all of these different times that all of these different things has happened to me and he's kept me. And I think that directly ties into the confidence that I have in his confidence in me, because it's like, I should have been gone. So if I did not leave when I planned on leaving, when I tried to leave, when All of these different situations tried to take me out and God preserved me for such a time as this. How can I not be confident in the person, in the the person that God has purposed me to be, has preserved me to be? Like I had to be confident in this version of myself because I I think that there's more and God is showing me, hey, (laughs) <laughs> I just need you to start. I'm going to take it. I'm going to I'm going to take it past what you even I'm you <laughs> I'm going to take it past what you even think that you possibly see beyond what you see right now. I'm gonna, I'm going to do an exceeding abundant thing in your life concerning where I have you and what I have you doing and you being obedient and doing what I have you doing. Like, this is something that I put your name on from the foundation of the world. 
Like it was always going to be you. And I had to preserve you all of those different times so that this could be you. I needed that. I, I needed that about you. <laughs> like God was like, I need that about you. I need this about you. I need these episodes up out of you because I know what I put in you. And I need you to be confident that I put it in you and that I'm going to pull it out of you when I need you to pull it out. And that is a process. And it overtook me. I was overcome with emotions and I was sitting at my desk and I was literally just crying because I was just telling Chrissy, I was like, I really got up and said that. I said that. I actually got up and said... (laughs) Like, yes, y'all, I dealt with trying to kill myself for like three months straight. I didn't give a time frame at the time, but it was like I had started with a couple of sleeping pills, trying to get me a couple of hours of sleep. And then I got up to about 20 sleeping pills. And when them 20 sleeping pills wasn't working, I took them 20 sleeping pills and then I take a couple shots of liquor. And I'm told I, I, I haven't necessarily fully delved into that but i have touched on that a couple times and it was just like i give god glory for the fact that i am still here like i did not see the purpose in my life and standing here now where i am at is like wow you saved me for all of this like even when the bills are past due even when the car breaks down, even when the obstacle arrives, like you, you preserved me for this. So if these are the problems right now, I can only imagine the glory, the, the harvest on the other end of this. And that took me a very long time to be confident in the, the trials as much as I was happy because I wasn't joyful. I was happy in the up moments, but I couldn't even enjoy them enough because I was not confident that I was going to come out of it. I wasn't confident in the fact that I was going to overcome this. I wasn't confident in the fact that even though I'm depressed, I don't have, I don't, I don't need to die here. I can't die here. I didn't have confidence in living in my trials. So now where I'm at, it's like, I love my no's as much as I love my yes. Because if you're telling me no, that means I have asked you for something and it's what I want at the time. And what you're telling me is that this is what I want at the time. And you're going to do something bigger and better than what I feel like I want right now. I have confidence in those no's. Those no's let me know that I'm not dreaming big enough. I'm not thinking big enough. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not striving big enough. And those kind of, sometimes those can come off as negative things, but sometimes it's just God saying, I want you to, I want you to go higher. I want to do more. I want to do bigger than that. I want to do better than that. I want to, I want you to see me show out for you. You show out for me and I'm going to show out for you. I want you to be confident in the fact that I am going to show up and show out for you. I just need you to go through. I need you to get through it. I need you, you, I trust you to be the one to get through it because you're going to run into somebody one day and they are not going to feel 
like they can make it through and you are going to be there and I'm going to strategically place you somewhere. I'm going to strategically place your episode somewhere. I'm going to strategically place you in this line at Walmart to tell that person how good I've been to you. That's all I want you to do. I want you to tell them. Feel felt found. It clicked to me on Sunday. I know how you feel. I felt that way too. But one day I found a man named Jesus. Like that is what my apostle says. And it's like, God, God needs you to be confident in the fact that whatever you're going through, you can bear it. I would not put it on you if you weren't the one that was able to handle it. I wouldn't give you that that task. I wouldn't give you that assignment if I didn't feel like you were the one that needed to fulfill that assignment, that could fulfill that assignment. You have to be confident in the fact that all of your assignments, all of your trials, all of your tribulations, all of the losses, all of the wins, all of those were designed for you. (laughs) They're just for you. They got your name on it. They've always had your name on it. And I think that that lack of confidence that I felt kept me from seeing the bigger picture. I never died. I never died. (laughs) Clearly sitting here, I never died. I wasn't supposed to die. Like there was still more for me to do. And I know it's such a sensitive situation because there's so many things going on around us and there's so much death and there's so much unnecessary death that's going on around us. But I have to stay confident in the fact that God has everything under control. Even when we don't see what we may perceive as it's not under control. God, you see God in everything. And that 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 is what that is where that joy came from. I saw the joy in standing up and finally not feeling the need for somebody to validate my testimony. I didn't need you to comment (laughs) on my testimony because my validation went deep like that. Y'all like, did that sound right? Like, did I sound like I was that it was that it was that deep. Like, did that sound right? Like, did I say enough? Like, was the testimony long enough? Like, did it go deep enough? I felt none of that. And the joy that I felt the release, the the peace, the lightness that I felt after that moment carried on into our actual festivities. And I laughed and I smiled and I ate and I had a great, great, amazing God-filled fellowship with my ministry. And I can't stop talking about it. Like, I can't stop talking about how amazing Sunday felt to me to start with the word and then to go into being free enough, being free to stand up and tell my testimony of how I did not want to be here. Because when a lot of people see me, I'm a hider, but my personality is still my personality. So I'm, I'm giggles, laughs, and fun. I, I don't meet strangers. I'm giggles, laughs, and fun. So when people actually hear me say, yeah, there was a time I was trying to be out of here and I was trying to do it. Like, 
Yep. I was trying to be out of here. <laughs> like, sometimes people look and they just like, what? Like, I, I hid that very well. I hid that. I went through that for three months. That was three months straight. That was every day. That was an everyday thing. Them sleeping pills was a everyday thing. I ain't had no job. All I did was run errands all day and try to get some gas money. Like that was that was the life. That was it. I ran errands to get gas money. I had no job. I was looking for a job, couldn't find a job. So I just did what I could do. But I had no peace. The only peace that I felt that I had was sleep. So that's why the sleeping pills were attractive to me because hey, I can get me some sleep. I could take a couple of these and Go ahead and go to sleep, be on by my way. But I feel like the enemy just crept his toe up in there because, y'all, there's nothing wrong with sleeping pills. If you need help sleeping, it helps you sleep. Melatonin, it helps you sleep. Now, taking 20 sleeping pills, that's not, <laughs> that ain't it. That's not it. And I think that. Now looking back on it, I can look back on it from a from a a place of God. You was really, and I, I used to make that joke all the time. Like God must really got something for me to do here. Like I would tell my friends that all the time. Like all the time. I'm like, I must really got a purpose in life, and I would say it so kind of like, ah, that's why I woke up. Like you know what I'm saying? And it was just like. I actually had to apologize to to my friends that I was calling in that moment because I was tormenting them. I was I was bringing them in on my torment. And it was just like, is my friend going to wake up tomorrow? Like, is she going to wake up? Like I don't even know. Like imagine the the fear and the the torment. That's just pure torment of talking to somebody and not knowing if the next call that you get that next day it's going to be them or somebody telling you that they aren't alive anymore. Like that was a very, very dark time in my life. And I was just dragging people in into my darkness without even realizing that's what I was doing. So it's just like to look back on that from where I am now, the gratitude that I have now, the, the, the value I put on my life now, the value I see in my life now, I can't put value on my life, but the value that God has put on my life to show me, this is who you are. This is who I made you to be. You don't need anybody to tell you that this is who you are. I am telling you that this is who you are. And you don't need anybody else because of your your bad relationship with validation. Like I have a very, very bad relationship with validation and God is processing me out of that. But the freedom that I felt this past Sunday was just like, I can't believe that I stood up and said that. Like if you go to live and word, <laughs> transparent moment, I can't believe that I stood up and said that. I can't believe that that's what came out of my mouth. Like, I'm so grateful for the moment, but I know me. And it was just like, wow, I've never felt that kind of just, wow, I really just said that. Like, 
I said it and I give God the glory for saying it. And I give God the glory for the opportunity to say it. And I give God the glory for doing it, for, for, for seeing fit for such a time as this, for me to still be here, for preserving me, for being patient with me, because my God, rough rider, <laughs> like my God, like I've done some really crazy things in life and for God to be like I still have something for you to do and to see and to hear people give me feedback on these episodes and I say it like that because where once upon a time that will I would see that as validation now I can fully truly enjoy the joy that people experience watching these episodes. I can really, that's what validation steals from you. Validation steals the move, the hand of God in what you just did. Because if you're doing something that God told you to do, when somebody comes to tell you something, it should not validate you. God is where that validation comes from. That should encourage you. That should excite you there should be joy attached to that that is the joy that i felt sitting at my desk it was just like people are actually watching this and it, i i don't know why it just it didn't click to me because i'm like me standing up and doing that in front of my ministry that's my family like i love every single one of them like i love them like this is my ministry. I enjoy spending time with them. I love fellowshipping with them. Since Pastor we've been talking about this fellowship, the fellowship been fellowshipping real, like real good lately. Like it's just been better. Like we always been a close knit ministry, but it's just been better. Like the times have just been better, just in totality. But there was still a sense of fear around them that I did not feel on Sunday. Like I stood straight up y'all for real. Like I stood straight up and I was just like, yeah, I thank God. Like, yeah, I'd have been through some stuff and the Holy spirit had a plan for me to hone in on a certain part. And it was just like, that was a tough thing for me. And I feel like that was strategic. Of course, God does everything for a reason. And I think that that vulnerability and that freedom, to realize that you're you're free to tell about the goodness of God, to tell about that dark time in your life where God did it. Like he did a thing, like God came, like I ran into him, <laughs> like and he did a thing for me. Like no matter where I was at, no matter what my mind state, like I left him, I, I, I didn't even go to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I did the whole, thing when you were little like i'd have been baptized twice like it came up what we were about to say you went down a devil dry devil you woke up you came back up a wet devil i nothing changed it was it was not a transformation for me it was almost out of routine like i felt like that's what i was supposed to do and for a very long time that was my that was our me and god's conversation there was no conversation like that was our thing like i pray every couple like when i need something like you you know how we do y'all don't act like i'm the only one yep mm-hmm. yep 
sure do. Like you, you, you pray to him when you need something. You know, you you post your little stuff on Facebook. Keep you keep you safe out in the open eye. But I remember a time where, and I I think I said that on Facebook. Like in the recent years, I was like, there was a time that if I felt like I posted too much about God, I would not intentionally not share a post about God for like a week. Like it was just, and during that time, all that disrespect, like. God is like saving my life. Like, yes, I'm going to save you because you, he saw and he knows that I was going to get to this point. Like, and I just need to preserve you for such a time as this. I need you right here in this moment, doing what you're doing, saying what you're saying and being confident that I told you to say it. Being confident that you can say it. Being confident that you are going to encourage somebody. Being confident that your truth is enough. Being confident that who you are right now is okay. Like, it is okay to wake up and be okay with where you are at right now. It is okay to wake up and be where you are at right now. You are not missing anything. Nothing is not nothing is missing you. You are exactly where you are supposed to be when you are supposed to be there because God is intentional and all things work together for the good of those who love him. Like that are called to his purpose. I'm not going to get emotional, but there was a time recently in my life that I was just not okay with who I was when I woke up in the morning. Like I was, like I should have been something else or I should have been doing something else or I should be somewhere else. I should live somewhere else. I should drive a different type of car. I should, I should, I should be doing something more than what I'm doing because I did not see God in everything. I didn't see that that failure was a setup for a bigger win. I didn't see that. I didn't have confidence in God enough to know that God knows everything. You got to be confident in God being all-knowing. You have to be confident in God being the beginning and the end. Like, you got to be confident that he already knew what you were going to go through and what was going to happen before you you were even thought about by your parents, before your parents, 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 parents were thought about. So in the foundation of the world, God has it all in his hands. And that is why it always says, cast your cares upon, like give it to me because I allowed it to touch you because I trust you to go through it. So if you give it back to me, if you give me my, give me my, my cares and worries to me, those are, it's between this, this between me and the enemy. It's saying nothing to do with you. You, you, you going through cause you love me. You going through because you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're going through some things that you are going through are simply because 
somebody somewhere down the road is going to go through that exact same situation and they're going to need you to be standing there living proof that it's going to be all right and that you can give God the glory and say that God saved me and he can save you too. All of your trials, all of the issues, all of the things that you feel like you don't have, you, you're not missing anything. You are right where you're supposed to be, wherever you at. Striving to do the will of God. And I just didn't see it that way. Like, even in the mess that I was in, even in the situations that I, were, that I was in, that I didn't even feel like we're serving God in any kind of way. Because I wasn't, I wasn't living by what he was telling me to do. I wasn't even talking to him on a, I wasn't talking to him not even on an inconsistent basis. Like I wasn't talking to him at all. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't talking to him at all. So it was like, it wasn't until, and I still, honestly, because like I said, this is still something that I'm truly still trying to gain strength in that area. And I, I can talk about it now because I have been strengthened in that area, but I'm still, it's, it's a, it's intentional. It's intentional. Like everything is intentional. God is intentional. God is in us. We're made in his image. Like we have to be intentional with daily. It's daily. Like it's a day, it's a daily thing. It's a daily commitment. It's not, like weekly, it's not like bi-weekly, quarterly. Like it is a daily thing to to stay in a space of believing God with what he said, like believing what God said. So it's like, even when those moments came that I was doing things that I know for a fact were not what thus says the Lord, God is like, even with the things that you get yourself in, like, all things work together for your good. I'm going to flip it for your good every time because I have a purpose for you. Those things will become a part of the testimony. Those things will become a part of the purpose because you see how you got off. Now imagine telling somebody that's just freshly getting off like, yeah, girl, look at me now. But let me tell you something a couple years ago, Baby, I wasn't asking God nothing, but he still had a plan for me. He still had a purpose for me. He still preserved me. He still had compassion for me. He still forgave me. I just had to ask him to forgive me. I had to tell him that I was off. I had to tell him that I was angry with him sometimes. I had to tell him that I was not happy. I had to tell him I had... And I, 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 I had, I'm saying I had, but I have to tell him, I have to be honest with him. I have to be honest with where I'm at. I have to be honest with what I'm still going through. I have to be honest with what, what, what I haven't been delivered from. I have to be honest with the, the, the hard testimonies. I have to be honest because I can lie to all of y'all. I can lie to y'all. <laughs> I can't lie to God. But if I do lie to God, especially sitting here, I'm lying to God's people because if God sat me here, that means that whatever comes out this mouth right here, this beautiful mouth, whatever comes out this mouth, he has a purpose for whoever is watching this. 
whatever that purpose may be, I don't know, which is why those views didn't matter because it's, it's for whoever it's for. If you watch a minute of this and you get something out of it in that minute to God be the glory, uh, to God be the glory. Amen. If you get through the whole hour to God be the glory, like it's all, it's, it's just about him. It's about being confident that he put me here and I have the confidence and I have the voice and I have the words and I have what is needed to fulfill the assignment, the confidence in that to fulfill the assignment. And I have to be honest with God in order to fulfill the assignment, because if I'm not feeling it and he need me to get back on track, I got to be honest and I'm not feeling it. I can't just sit down and be like, I'm really not feeling this topic, but I'm going to talk about it. I can't do that. I can't do that because that's when it becomes counterproductive. And don't nobody want to be counterproductive. Ain't nobody trying to be counterproductive. Like, ain't nobody trying to be doing all this work for no reason. Ain't nobody trying. For no reason. Like, for it still to just be like, I, I imagine. Because I believe, I truly believe that if I sat down one day and really just wasn't feeling it and recorded an episode and recorded an hour and 30 minute episode, let's just say I go real long that day. I genuinely believe the Holy Spirit would delete that video on my phone. You ain't finna tell my pe- what? You finna do what? Oh no, baby, I ain't. I, ain't I genuinely believe that, or he gonna make me delete it, just to check that obedience. Like now, delete it. One take, Drake, and go sit back down. Repent. <laughs> Come talk to me real quick, so we can go ahead and get this taken care of. And I want you to go sit back down, and I want you to really say what I tell you to say. I genuinely believe that, but that takes confidence in the fact that there's an assignment here, being confident in the assignment, being confident that God put me here, being confident in the fact that I am enough. I'm enough. What I say is enough. That's it. Like, and I've never been there in my life before. I've never been in a place of that was enough. That was, that was it. That's what I need you to do in school, at work. It's just never enough. And I was in a constant place of it's never enough. I was in a constant place. I just started processing that, that branch on that tree of rejection about a month and a half ago. Like, I did not feel like I was enough. Like I always fell short. Always. I always felt short. And it was like there were bursts because the timelines don't add up. Like the timelines of when I started, which is why it was so hard, which is why confidence became such a good thing to to process next because it was like, you're reading my word. You get an aha moment on a lot of it. Like you come to me for the revelation that I need for you to get right there in that moment. But in the blink of an eye, you can go from that to I'm not enough. You can go from that to a panic attack. You can go from that to letting the enemy keep your mouth shut. You can go from that. It was, you're wavering. You're double-minded. I don't like it. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that. That's like, that's what I felt like God was like, 
Like, I don't like that. I don't like how one minute you can be here and then the next minute you can be here because of one look, one lack of a look, one lack of a comment, one, you, no, I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that. And it's just like, it's intentional. It's intentional. It's intentional. It has to be intentional for me to sit here for an hour and ramble like I ramble and just know that when this is posted, somebody is going to feel me and somebody's going to see God in what I said. I don't care if I lost my train of thought 300 times in this last these la- this last little hour i'm looking at this hour in this last hour it, it, even if i lost my train of thought 300 times in the last hour i am so confident that whoever this is for is going to see it and they're going to see it they're going to see what god wants them to see out of it and that is joy that only god can give you like that is just be confident when God shows you who you are, no matter how he shows you. Cause I ain't see this. I didn't see this. I ain't see it until I saw it. He told me, but he didn't show me, you know what I'm saying? And that's probably cause he knew that if he really showed me what I was really going to be doing, I wasn't going to do it. He know that. He know that. I love that. He know me like that, but I thank God that I thank him. I just praise him. Hey man, ooh, I prayed so because he knew. He knew not to show me this. Cause when he told me to do this, <sighs> your girl was not there. She wasn't there. It wasn't hitting. It wasn't it wasn't hitting on nothing. It wasn't. But all jokes aside, honestly, it's like, just be confident. Be confident in God. Be confident that God know what he doing. Be confident that God doesn't do anything by mistake. He doesn't make mistakes and he don't lie. Be confident. Get to a place where you can, that God can show you who you are and be confident that if he showed you that it's absolutely for you. It's a hundred percent for you and only you, nobody else. It don't matter if a hundred people, you know how many people record podcasts, you know how many people do this. It's, this is me. Exceeding TV is me. That's it. I, y'all podcasts are amazing they great but mine is mine what's mine is mine is mine and it's supposed to be me it was always supposed to be me and i love that now i'm confident in that and i had to grow and i have to be intentional not only did i have to grow in that confidence but i had to be intentional about being honest on this process hashtag grow out loud that was the original call i want you to grow out loud and i did not see beyond what i could see at the time because 
I had my blog and it was just words. And I'm like, yes, God, I can articulate. You know, I can put it together. I can put it together. I can put some words together now, honey. Okay. I'm articulating. But now that I'm doing this, grow out loud. Like, he told me about the YouTube extension, but I didn't, like I said, he told me, but he didn't show me because he already knew. But now that I'm thinking about grow out loud, it's like, wow, God, like these videos are on Facebook and on YouTube. And at any point from any country in any state, somebody can scroll past and see this and be encouraged. Me, (laughs) me. Me? Yes, me. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me. Just me. Just me. Just me and my sister. Just me and my friends. Like, just me. Like, I can be the vessel for encouraging somebody else, from helping somebody else, from... I can be the vessel that deliverance can come from i can be the vessel that a closer fellowship with god can come from like me like that just blows my mind but i'm so confident in the fact that this is exactly what god wants me to be doing right now like uh, i love that i love that y'all i'm gonna wrap it up right there because i love that i do I really do. I really, I never saw that. I didn't. I say that a lot, but I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one coming. He, he hit me with a, like, I'm going to expose you. Who knew what that meant? Like, I'm going to expose you. Like, he said that I'm going to expose you. And I didn't even know what that mean. I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, okay, what you going to do? I don't know. I'm kind of ready, but you know what I'm saying? What you going to do? Wow. And I sit here and I watch these episodes and I'm just like, that's me. (laughs) That's crazy. Baby. Baby. I don't think I've ever told anybody all of my testimonies. Me and the Lord know all of my testimonies. But it's just like, if you knew what I knew. We still going to have that testimony episode. Because if you knew what I knew about me. You be praising God with me, boy. Ooh. Hallelujah. Yes. We're going to wrap it up. Yes. That is the end of our episode today. Be confident. It has great recompense for reward. Be confident. Confident. Put that somewhere. Write that on your mirror. Put it on your phone. Set yourself a reminder every day, an alarm clock, and it just say confidence. Just be confident in what God says you are. Amen. But the shameless plug for today is actually going to be Arme Productions, which is my company. It's me. I'm the shameless plug. Like, why not? Like, so I also 
in the in addition to doing Rise and Clean Them, which is the Just Be shirt, um, I also have a I'm gonna call it all in one company. It's really all in one. I do graphic designs, I do websites, I do is that graphic designs? That's not graphic designs, it's kind of graphic designs, websites and flyers logos um i help with branding i do custom t-shirts with businesses and with just you want to wear a shirt your cousin party on saturday two saturdays from now because y'all be like next day ain't next level just yet but i see it see beyond what you see amen but no so yes i do i do custom i do custom everything like everything (laughs) i'm trying to think of something like i said i do flyers i do logos websites i do branding i do business card designs business card printing um yeah y'all rma productions it's I'm going to put my information in the caption. And you just go check out my Facebook. I have a lot of things. God has been working on me, working on RMA production. So that's why I feel like it needed to be the shameless plug to just light a fire. Because he's starting to put some structure in it. And he's starting to give me, he's he's structuring it. He's structuring it because it is also something that he has gifted me to be able to do. So it needs to be to the glory of God that I'm able to take your ideas and me and the Holy Spirit bring it to reality. And that is pretty much the goal of our main productions is to just take your ideas and help you make it easy, make the branding easy, make the, I do bulk book orders. I have special pricing for bulk orders. I have singular, like like I said, custom t-shirts, flyers, logos, websites, everything, all those things. Hit me up and let me know, you know what I'm saying? What we can put together. What we can put together. Yes. So that is the shameless plug for tonight. And that is all that I have. So with that, Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're watching from. Bye.